Hey guys, welcome to Safe Haven. Um, I'm Brian Pusley. Uh, today, um, the topic is pretty interesting, almost straightforward. Um, this is kind of like a um, little review, um, movie review in a sense, but it's also kind of like a like a little backstory on myself as well. Um, the topic is, uh, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, I know it sounds kind of familiar for those who grew up in the era of um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, I just got through uh, this uh, weekend, uh, actually on Friday, I was watching the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? It's about Fred Rogers, uh, the the host and uh, the star of uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which pretty much went on from 68 to about 2000, 2001. Um, before he passed away in 2003. Now, for me, from at least 1983 until the time he uh, retired uh, completely from doing Mr. Rogers, I was watching pretty much Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. We'd watch it two times a day because it would come on two times a day on the PBS station where I grew up. Um, It would come on at 8.30 in the morning and 10 o'clock in the morning. Now, why is that important to me? Because whenever I was at my grandparents' house or at home, um, I would pretty much watch them. I mean, for at least 30 minutes a day, or depending on how many episodes they show, um, at least two for my uh, time, you knew exactly where I was for at least 30 minutes uh, for to an hour out of a day. Now, I, yeah, I grew up on the other shows like Captain Kangaroo, Zubilee Zoo, Sesame Street, 321 Contact, um, and others, but uh, the one that kind of resonated with me was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Now, some people would probably ask, why? You know, man was boring. He talked in a voice with a little boys and girls. We're going to talk about whatever, you know, talk about tying shoes, talk about why we mad, talk about death, you know, anything, you know, and you probably want to, what resonated that? What, what, what was it about him that resonated me? Well, for me, I guess it was just the fact that someone was talking and someone made me feel like they understood what I was going through now. With my, with my situation growing up, I had a little eating disorder. You know, it's, it's okay. I'm not ashamed of it. It's just that I had it. You know, couldn't chew. You know, didn't learn how to chew properly. What happened? I don't know. Parents told me that at a certain age during that formative part of my life, I just started rejecting. I just stopped, I started rejecting food. I don't know why. And to this day, I could not tell you why. Even if you hypnotized me, take me back to that mindset, I still wouldn't know. I'll give you an idea, but I still wouldn't know. Um, but anyway, you know, so I kind of felt isolated in a sense, you know. I and to a degree, I never really quote-unquote told everybody or anybody for that matter what my story was and for me to open it up to everyone here <laughs> is a blessing in itself because uh, it's a breakthrough because I probably wouldn't have done it at any other point in my life yet anywho back to the story Mr. Rogers you know so what was it about him I'm just like I don't know you know neighborhood of make-believe trolley and all that stuff you know, I use my imagination too. 
turn my grandmother's room, pretend that certain areas of that room was the neighborhood, you know, where I was sitting on the couch looking at them, boom, that was me being right there with them. And then uh, right by the door uh, to go back to the hallway, the kitchen, you know, the bed, the bed itself that was in the room, that was uh, the outside of the other area. It was very interesting what my imagination could take me. That was one thing that uh, watching his show always did for me. It allowed me to uh, stretch into imagination land, you know. Probably help stoke my creativity, you know, and whatnot. Cre- creative juices. One thing I've always wanted to do, and I didn't start thinking about this until like long, um, not yeah, sometime after he had passed away. I was like, it would be great to bring back Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Except let me do be the host. You know, I feel I can do it. At least that's that was my mindset. At least, you know, because quite frankly, the one thing I do understand is he's reaching out to children. You know, and that's all I care about, <laughs> so to speak. Is reach out to young people. You know, come to their level, bring them to ours. That's always been the um, always been the mindset. I don't know, guys. I'm I'm not reaching for the stars on this one. This is pretty much like I always really appreciated watching the guy when I was growing up. To find out that he was mostly he was a minister, kind of like myself. That kind of like resonated with me again. I was like, whoa, didn't know that. Makes sense, but I didn't know it. And a few other things that the documentary touched on, you know political affiliations and all that stuff wasn't really that necessary but it, it made sense to a degree and um, just just to get a little glimpse of what it was like and you know to hear the voice again to hear the songs and whatnot that resonated with me as well and I'm just more or less like wow that is pretty cool but um, bottom line, that was one thing that, that that pumped my creative juices this weekend. And then last night, um, went to a play where one of my great friends uh, was uh, featured in. You know, I thought she was playing the star, but that's okay. You know, just because the director put her in a, put her in a different part, don't mean that she wasn't worthy to be the part. And while watching the play, all of a sudden the play came to me. I was like, wow, man, it's amazing on how, how that works with me. You know, when I was younger, I could go watch a movie, and then boom, I'd write a treatment story. It became a short story, but it could have easily been a script, a potential script for a real movie. You know, I remember writing one of my greatest works, Detention Heads. Now, I've written a lot of other stuff, but Detention Heads was my favorite because it was my tribute to Breakfast Club, but it was done in a way in which the detention heads actually uh, broke detention, <laughs> you know, and succeeded. You know, it was sad, but that was like a, a teenage fantasy, I guess. I wrote it as a teenager, so I guess it was a great fantasy. Um, and um, I was sitting there and I came up with a plan. I'm not going to share the 
details of the play with you because I haven't written it yet. And the last thing I want is my idea to get out there and somebody else steals it. But I'll just say it like this. It's a great play. It's going to be a great play. So, and I will be writing it. <laughs> but anyway, enough about that. But it's just like, but it all started earlier this weekend watching that watching that documentary because it kind of reminded me be be who I want to, I should aspire to be who I want to be, you know, I started out wanting to be this kind of a person, this, an actor or whatever, or in this case, a playwright, I can be a playwright now, you know, because I could always write a stage play, stage plays are right, easier for me to write than screenplays, screenplays, you gotta write camera movements and all this stuff, stage play, you write the blocking, pretty much you're like your own director, so, anywho, I know that um, I should stick to the stick to the title. Won't you be my neighbor? You know, I've invited a lot of, tried to at least invite a lot of people into my world, and um, in the most part, most cases, some are very receptive. But many um, do let me in, but then they won't bring me in under false circumstances. You know, they want. They like, oh man, you got money, you know, kind of thing. I want my money. In no sense, I want money too. I want my money as well. But my money is is sunk in and invested in things that I got to do to take care of myself. I would not bankrupt myself for anybody. Bottom line, I would not do that. That that's a no no. I would not put myself in a situation where um, you're going to put me in a crisis. You're in a crisis. I feel for you. I'm actually empathizing with you, but don't drag me into to, into the abyss with you. I mean, because you're not going to do anyone any good by doing it. You're not going to do yourself any favors. You're definitely not going to do me any favors, because in the end, I am going to pretty much be upset to a degree where you don't want to deal with me. You know what I mean? So like that when it comes to um, comes to that. In other words, if I'm inviting you into my world, please do not take advantage of me in that way. I wouldn't do that to you. I seriously would not do that to you. So, one thing I can applaud to you as a, as a fellow person, don't do that to me. That would, that would break my heart. That would devastate me, really. So, so if I'm inviting you into my world, please, please uh, be be receptive and be understanding, and please don't do that. You don't want nobody to do that to you, so don't do that to me. So I really don't have much else to talk about today. Um, I'm hoping everyone is doing well. You know, I do appreciate any comments, any messages anything, you know, to let me know that that this is working, you know, I, I come out here almost every week now, you know, just trying to get something out of me, get some steam off of me, uh, some good steam, you know, and some uh, uplifting, you know, let me know if it's working, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on, but I would not know if it's working or not, you know, I could tell according to, um, when I pick up that I'm being picked up everywhere 
my, my podcast is really out there, you know, and, but I need to know, I need to get, I gotta get feedback, you know, I mean, the one feedback is that it's getting out there, I love it, I'm glad it's getting out there, the message is getting out there, it's just that I need a little bit more now, I need to know if, um, if, um, what I'm doing makes a difference, you know, everyone needs to know that, so, in a sense, won't you please, please, won't you be, please, won't you be my neighbor, all right, guys, I'll be back with you probably either later this week or uh, early next week, Godspeed.